0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Agency Unfiltered, the HubSpot Solutions Partner Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Dunn, and Agency Unfiltered is a weekly web series and podcast that interviews the owners, founders, and executives of agencies and services providers from around the world about whatever it takes to grow and scale. Episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. This week, HubSpot Academy's own Kyle Jepson joins the show to talk about what else? HubSpot admins. And As HubSpot's resident admin advocate, champion, and expert, Kyle shares his definition of what a HubSpot admin is, the function and the responsibilities that they own, and the things that they must know inside the walls of HubSpot. Kyle talks through the differences between admins and solutions architects, and how he views the distinctions, the contrasts, and the overlaps between these two functions. And Through that lens, he also shares what opportunities may exist for our solutions partners, Kyle then pulls the curtain back a bit on how he thinks about potentially certifying and credentialing admins. And for example, on the significant spectrum that is HubSpot expertise, where does he draw that line and having the depth and breadth of knowledge within HubSpot that is certifiable? And how is he visualizing the two work streams for educating admins and then assessing admins? And with that, Kyle shares his thoughts on the growing audience, community, and prevalence of those ready to be certified as HubSpot admins. And also, where they should be looking for staying up to date with HubSpot product updates. Agency Unfiltered begins right now. On filter. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Um, uh, not a solutions partner. No. HubSpotter. Yeah. Something we're trying. Uh, f- it's fairly new. Uh, we did it in the run up to inbound. We had uh, Mr. Justin Gracie on. Oh, nice. And so you are our second official HubSpotter to join the show. Wow. So it's a high it's a high honor. Yeah. No. 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 I, I am, think. Yeah. Um. Now, and to be honest, I don't know if you need much of an introduction. Uh, I feel like most people that listen to me, your fame has surpassed probably <laughs> that of any other HubSpotter not named like Dharmesh or Yamini <laughs> or Brian or something like that. Um, but excited to have you on. Thanks. Uh, and we're here to talk about uh, HubSpot admins. Yeah. Uh, which feels like you, you've you been staking, kind of staking your your claim into having a definitive perspective on. Yeah. Uh, do you keep it at HubSpot admin? Do you ever go to administrator? Is it HubSpot
1: administrator? So that's a great question. I, I only ever use admin. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what the the user role is called inside of HubSpot is a super admin. I don't think anywhere in the software or the documentation does it say administrator or like administrative access. And yeah. so
0: it's a fair. It's ad, super admin in the tool, so admin yeah. is a pretty accepted label. Um, let's start with this. This feels like a, a fairly straightforward place to start. What is in your eyes or your definition
1: of a HubSpot admin? So the most basic level, it is someone with that user permission. If if you are a user of HubSpot and you have super admin permission, congratulations, you're a HubSpot admin. Now, now, the reality is you may have no idea what you're doing, right? There's this huge spectrum of, you know, you're a small five-person company using HubSpot. All five of you have admin access because you all need access to everything. Uh, all the way up to uh, you're a very large, sophisticated company with very defined user roles and you have like a head admin and some sub-admins and they're Mm -hmm. in charge of very specific areas and you have training in in operations and you know strategy and you're really thinking about how to to scale the use of the tool, Um, I think the reality is almost every admin is somewhere between those two extremes. Sure. So, um, uh, but really, you know, if you have that access, uh, what I'm trying to do is get you the knowledge so you can kind of move up that scale and, and be able to use those tools intelligently. And, and so your company can make sensible decisions about who has access to those things because some of the options you have as an admin are, are pretty sensitive. They have a large non-undoable impact <laughs> on, on the way you use HubSpot. And so you, you gotta have a good plan around that. And so um, by,
0: by provisioning super admin access to a user, that gives a person a fair amount of control. It's a, it's a pretty wide and deep domain of control within HubSpot, yeah. uh, naturally. And so uh, if I were to name somebody at my organization a admin, I've given them super admin access, like what, what would we put on their plate? What are they responsible for? Is it the installation of HubSpot as a new software and, and getting the users in? Like how, how far does the admin work go and what is on their plate or what's in their purview?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting, uh, you know, when you set up a user inside of HubSpot and you give them access to different parts of the tool, uh, when you when you turn them into an admin, a lot of the options to take things away from them disappear, right? Mm. There are a few features that you have to have a paid seat in Sales Hub or Service Hub to be able to use, but other than those very small things, the admin has access to everything. And in addition to that, they have access to some things that you can't actually provision non-admin users there is no checkbox or toggle switch that Mm. you can have someone who is a a marketing manager and has the ability to you know pull some of these very sensitive security logs right that you have to have admin access to get that stuff and so um, I mean I I think at a very fundamental level certainly user management makes sense for an admin to do but just kind of anything inside that settings panel which is getting bigger at, yeah at, it's, a lo- it's, the time. A it's a long yeah, list list. So. yeah uh, there's there's a lot of little dials and knobs and switches in there that um you know your admin should really be thinking about how do we what is the optimal com- uh, configuration of all these things for us i mean at a very simple level um there are settings that control you know if a if a if an owner is assigned to a company then that same owner gets assigned to all the associated contacts sure. and does your company want that turned on? Do they want it turned off, right? This, it, it, It's not a, a huge, complicated task to decide which, you know, to yeah. click the toggle switch. But to decide that which way you're going to operate is, is kind of a, an important task, right? And if people... There will be
0: a ripple effect of right, the way in
1: which certain things happen. Yeah, you know, and right? if it's turned on and people don't understand it's turned on, then now you have records owned by people and they don't know why they own it and other people are confused why they own it or don't own it. Mm-hmm. And people will be you know, claiming there's a workflow somewhere that's changing owners and go find it and there's turn it off. There's always a workflow. Yeah. In this case, there isn't, right? It's just a yeah. toggle switch. And so um, to to just be mindful and owning all those things and making sure those very granular decisions that, like you say, have a ripple effect yeah. are are being made in an intentional way is, that's really the admin job.
0: So it feels like an important consider, like an important function of the admin to understand the optionality of certain things like that. Like, yeah. Oh, there's... There's the toggle on for that and the toggle off. And regardless of which way we go, here's, again, the ripple effect. Here's how, how it's going to impact the user experience within HubSpot.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, uh, another example there is, is, like, we have these HubSpot insights, which are turned on by default, right? You, you create a company record by putting in a domain. We're going to search publicly available records and, sure. and pull in as much detail as we can and, and, and enrich that, that company. But it turns out that works great if you're in the U.S. It works okay in certain uh, European countries. But in certain parts of the world... You're just going to get garbage. (laughs) I don't don't know how to sugarcoat that. Um, But it turns out you can turn that on and off, right? And so some people hate that about HubSpot. Some people just don't want that. We only want information in our CRM that our people have manually entered in. Um, And it's very simple to just find that switch and turn it off. But if nobody knows it exists or if nobody's thinking about it or nobody's in charge of it, um, then you're getting data and you don't know where it came from. And that's... Not great. Not yet. Uh, uh,
0: besides uh, understanding the options, doing the toggle one way or the other, is the admin themselves the person responsible for making that decision? Like, do they, do they strategically think about, okay, well, here's, here are what our options are, here's the pros, cons, et cetera, this is what I'm going to do, and now I'm going to go do it? Like, does the decision making component fall on,
1: under their purview as well? Sometimes. Sure. I, I would love it to. Um, I, a lot of what I'm doing right now with, I, I mean, I've started a, a HUG, a HubSpot user group for admins. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about education and, and training and credentials for admins. And I would love to elevate this role to make it someone who can be entrusted to make those decisions. Um, because there are a lot of people who are exactly that way. But there are also a lot of people, I think is sort of tale as old as time, is you are a marketer. Seven years ago, you championed for your company to use Marketing Hub, right? And now your company has decided, you know what? It makes sense to go all in on HubSpot. We're going to have Sales and Service Hub. Also, you've been our HubSpot champion all along. Can you just be in charge of these things? So people are backing into this kind of admin Right, function, and yeah. it's just like, well, sure, but no. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't know anything about optimizing deal stages. Yeah. I, I, I hardly know what a ticket pipeline is, right? And so in that case... I mean, I would love to be able to help that person upskill in such a way that they can still be the decision maker on that. But I think the reality is you have some, uh, you know, executive level person uh, or maybe an external solutions partner or whoever it is that's helping you strategically think about how you use HubSpot. And what falls to the admin is the execution. Here's what we want. Can you pull it off? Yeah. Um, And I think I think that's that's okay. I think that's a great starting point. Uh, a, a sort of, f- at a fundamental level, what I would want an admin to be able to do is yes, I understand HubSpot well enough to know where all the buttons are to go click them and to to understand the implications and to to troubleshoot any problems that arise. And I think that would be a great like entry level admin. Mm. But a lot of people start kind of below that level of just like. Uh, if I had known by advocating for HubSpot, I was going to be in charge of <laughs> this multi-hub system. Maybe I wouldn't have advocated yeah, for yeah. HubSpot because I also
0: still have my day job. Right? right or yeah, like else. I yeah. still
1: got to run this, this this social media campaign, sure. and and they want me to, uh, you know, set up the permissions for the new cohort of incoming BDrs on the sales team. And just right. like this, this should not be my job. <laughs> uh, other than the folks, well, maybe inclu- inclusive of those
0: folks that seem to be backing into this admin function based on their familiarity with HubSpot, their role as champion internally to maybe purchase HubSpot, uh, uh, whether or not you want to include them, but how many true HubSpot admins
1: are there? Do you you have a a gut gut feeling on how many there may be? uh, I'm assuming not enough. Well, but yes, not enough, but also more than we ever dared to imagine. Mm. Um, So uh, I did a, a session at inbound 2022 uh, things every hubspot admin needs to know um which honestly the process of applying to speak at inbound uh, we hubspotters don't get an inside track right i went through the same application process as yeah. everyone else yeah. i was getting really involved with the sprocketeer community i thought i should do something for admins, so i came up with that title and then i got accepted and the team was like now you have to come up with a deck and we need it by i forget Mid July or something, which was way so ahead at of at this what point. I was it was just a title. You're like, no, this right, is going to yeah. be captivating. And yeah. like, oh, I actually have to think of the things that they need to know now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so, so I like I I w- had to get it done much sooner than I thought, and I knew a lot of tools were going to come out ahead of inbound, but they hadn't come out yet, and I didn't want to like have that in my deck and have them actually not sure. be released. And so I just came up with a broad bullet points of like, yeah, admins should know how to set HubSpot up. Admins should know how to troubleshoot HubSpot. Admins should know how to optimize them. And I sent in a very light deck, and the inbound team was like, yeah, great, go for it. And then I'm given this 250-seat room And it fills up and they have to give me a second one. And the second one they like, the first one they had tables and chairs. The second time they got rid of the the tables and just shoved in more chairs and that one filled up too. And there were people lined up down the hall and around the corner and like, (laughs) it turns out there are hundreds of people just at inbound who want to know things that every HubSpot admin Needs to know. It but, there's an appetite, right? For this there's, material, there's this yeah? appetite, and and people were upset they could not get in that there weren't more admin sessions, and so I said, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll turn it into a webinar series, right? And so I started this admin hug, mm-hmm. um, and on uh, September 20th, uh, so just a couple weeks after inbound, had my first session of this hug, and um, throughout the following the, the rest of 2022. We've been doing at least weekly events, and I'm averaging more than 100 people at these weekly events. And now, I mean, we're recording on October 18th. It's been less than a month. I've broken 900 members in this hug. Wow. In a month, yeah. right? And and this, these are mostly just the folks who like know me from LinkedIn, right? These are not the people no who are No true like,
0: large-scale promotion yeah, or awareness like, driving. Yeah, like as far as
1: I know, you know HubSpot's onboarding teams and like our solution partners and things, it's not a standard part of their talk track or our sales team, you know, they're not saying like, oh yeah, and if you sign up for HubSpot, your, your admin can join this user group and, mm-hmm. and get training and peer to like nobody's, that's not happening yet, right? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, again, if we go with the definition of an admin is just someone who has that user permission, uh, HubSpot has, what, like 150,000 customers so, Yeah, I guess now, if you want to like, go that yeah, There's just, at yeah. least 150,000 of them, yeah. right? And if there's even two per portal, there's like 300,000 of yep. them. Yep. Um, and again, they're they're on this sliding scale of some don't even know they have these permissions, and some are just like black belts and yep. revenue complete operations. mastery of that um, settings tab, as you put it right. But all of them, I think, could benefit from connecting with other admins and, and learning some HubSpot best practices, both from each other and from like, official HubSpot sources, and, and so I think, it's a, I think it's a pretty big group. Um, <laughs> I'm just barely beginning to, to tap it, and I'm really excited to see in the coming months and years how big it turns no, out to it's be. exciting.
0: Yeah, it's a fair assessment uh, of the opportunity in front of us. Um, you'd mentioned all right, things that every HubSpot admin should know, and you kind of walked through some categorical elements. I think, well, setting up HubSpot, I can imagine navigating the settings tab, understanding the implications of all the options within there. Uh, you had said troubleshooting. Yeah. You would mentioned optimizing. Is an admin is the work that they do more proactive, or
1: is it like reactive based on just the things that emerge on, yeah, on consumption of HubSpot? Yeah. It's tools? a good question. So what I've uh, you know I've 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 sort of be, set myself up uh, in the same way that admins kind of often back into their role <laughs> unintentionally. I've sort of backed myself into the role of HubSpot's uh, admin coach. You know, I don't know. You know. Coach yeah, or, or yeah. Evangelist SME, or whatever. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And um, so I'm 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 stumbling in the dark, right? And I I'm I'm making hypotheses and being told I'm wrong, and I'm I'm slowly figuring it out. <laughs> this is a safe place to workshop, so we can workshop <laughs> yeah. some of your perspectives on. But it. like what I've what i one of the first things I've discovered is my intuitions were always when I think admin, I think that initial implementation, right? I think of importing spreadsheets, I think of setting up users, but uh, that is true a lot of times. But there's also this admin who is the admin of uh, the new admin of an existing HubSpot portal, right? So hmm. whether by being promoted from a different role or being hired into the company, they're now in charge of this. Maybe this company has been running HubSpot for years, and maybe they're the first person to ever like strategically look at the way it's being Let's used. Let's audit how this thing yeah. is going. And yeah. so there's a, there's a huge difference between I have an empty portal and I need to set us up for success, versus I've got a portal with 10 years of data in it, and lots of duplicate properties and a lot of uh, duplicate records and, and users with permissions yep. that make no sense hundred at all. Of,
0: hundred workflows, the yeah. majority of which are all just turned off. Or right, yeah. yeah, nobody
1: yeah. knows what they were meant for, and, right. and the ones that are turned on, we don't know. You know, like That's a very different job. And so um, as I think about what, what admins need to know, those two, they almost feel like different roles, mm. right? If, if you're thinking about... I've got an empty HubSpot portal, I need to set it up for for growth and scale and whatever our goals are. Uh, You know, you can do a lot of whiteboarding, a lot of diagramming, a lot of careful analysis, and you know, measure twice and cut once and and set yourself up for success. You're not gonna avoid mistakes, right? You're still gonna eventually need to to tweak some things, and and you'll always need to, you know, audit and make sure, you know, clean out the bad data and stuff because it will show up. but you can you can take time to think it. Whereas if you're inheriting this portal that has uh, never had a caretaker or had a caretaker who you can't talk to because they left the company and mm-hmm. and you don't know what they were trying to do now, there it's not nearly as easy to to even get a lay of the land, right? You just kind of have to start diving into things like, oh, okay, we've got 70 unused lists. Can we just delete all of them, right? Like sure, I right. don't yeah. I don't know, um, and so. I've forgotten what your question was, but I hope that but, answered. But, but exactly, <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's an interesting point.
0: I think it was around uh, proactive in nature, yeah. or is it more reactive? And it, I guess it depends on the state of the business, the yeah. uses of HubSpot, and, and where this admin's getting getting folded into. Um, uh, as you uh, kind of explained, the all right, you come into somebody who's been using HubSpot for a long time, uh, and so all right, you got to kind of get a lay land, audit it, maybe tinker and, and fix some of the optimizations that you see in front of you. Is that a service that solutions partners should be thinking about? Is that if always going to be a full-time hire for these businesses? Is there like an admin-as-a-service opportunity for partners? Yeah,
1: so this is this is a very interesting area, and I would love to, to get a better insight on, on how our solutions partners who have been doing this for years and years think about it. Um, but, I, I mean... One bit of pushback I get internally uh, on the idea of a, a HubSpot admin is: is we've always said HubSpot is so easy to use, it, it, it basically runs itself, right? Yeah. And that is still true. We still have this consumer grade UI in, in the world of CRM. HubSpot is is gorgeous and intuitive and easy to use, and I'm very proud of those things. That I don't mean to minimize them in any way. But as you think about, you know, we have five different hubs, and if a customer is using all five hubs, the amount of mission critical data HubSpot is ho- hosting, like it's not necessarily HubSpot that needs an admin, it's that data. Someone needs to be taking care of it, making mm-hmm. sure it's secure, making sure the right people have access to it and only the right people, right? Making sure we're cleaning out any bad data or stale data, right? Just, the, the HubSpot itself is, is very easy to use and that's the tool the admin is gonna use, but you need this person, especially once you've reached a certain scale, who is, who is really just focused on that. Um, as to whether that needs to be a full-time head, it depends a lot on the needs of your company and the size of your company and your goals. Um, I think because HubSpot is so easy to use, a lot of times people do just fine with a, a part-time admin, right? That that your, your VP of sales is also happens to be your CRM admin or whatever, sure, you know. Right. Um, but as you get a little bigger, it probably becomes a more specialized uh, role. As for the relationship with solutions partners, um, I. I really like. I would just love for every HubSpot portal everywhere to have you know at least one super admin who is involved in my admin hug, who is who understands some best practices, who who has gotten up to speed on how HubSpot works and, and what the vision of the tool is, so that then the solutions partner can really work on. Uh, I know this this term architect is, there, but like architecting <laughs> the vision, mm-hmm. right? Like let's let's think big picture you know, a three to five year plan, where do we want HubSpot to help you get to? And let's let's diagram out all the, 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 the custom objects you need and, and the stuff you need built. And what if you could just then take that plan and deliver it to the in-house admin who you can trust to execute it flawlessly, right? They may not have the skills or, or the, the level of strategic thinking to be able to make that plan themselves. Um, that's the unique value that I think our solutions partners can really add because not just because they, they specialize in it, but because they've worked with so many different companies, right? They can say, I've seen this movie before, I know right. Yeah, a what's diverse range happen. of use cases and like ways yeah. in which things can happen and work yeah. be and be efficient. Yeah. And and I can help you anticipate the the pitfalls and the opportunities. Um, but then to have that admin who can just take it and be like, Oh yes, I understand. And I can go not just implement it, but then maintain it, right? I can keep an eye on the reports, I can I can watch for the errors, you know, I I can I can I, I think that would be a really powerful relationship.
0: Uh, you, you, you put the bait out there, so naturally I'm gonna take it. <laughs> um, uh, I've been talking, I've been thinking quite a lot about architects, solutions architects, what it means to be an architect, offer architecture consultancy. Uh, and then on top of that they're not one and the same. Uh, and I think that's completely okay. I think you and I both know that they each provide an immense amount of value. Uh, but to your point, if, if you do have a solutions, ar- if you're a solutions partner with an architect, they're going to be best served and drive the best results for the client, the end, the end user, if they have that admin frame of reference, right? Because yeah. what they want to actually visualize and solution within the tool, it has to be packaged in a way for an admin to then go do, yeah. right? Uh, where do you see architecture work kind of stopping, ending, and where does the admin work begin, right? So uh, there's there's... Likely some sort of handoff. Yeah. Uh, d- does the admin navigate the app marketplace? Do they think about connecting some of the other tools? Um, yeah. I, d- I don't want to lead you toward an answer, but where, where's right. the handoff?
1: Right. No, th- that's a great question, and I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I imagine all these things will vary a lot. If we, if we assume this, this solutions architect is sits inside a solutions partner, um, then I mean, depending on how that partner works with their clients and how hands-on they are, like, there, there's a, there's gonna be a lot of variability there. But I think, I think we can pretty clearly say that if you are talking strategy and long-term big picture and if you are drawing out an ERD of how everything fits together, you are squarely in architect sure. territory, right? And if we are talking about like day-to-day maintenance and checking reports and and you know the the new data quality command center that just came out in mm-hmm. operations hub, where you're watching for like misfiring data sync integrations or, or properties being filled erroneously, like that feels to me very very adminy, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm an admin, I'm going to come into work, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to check that, and if anything's broken, I'm going to go fix it. Um, in the middle where they meet, uh, depends a lot on the level of the expertise of the admin, right? If the admin has a strategic background, if they understand operations, if if they can. If they can have those really executive level conversations, then they might very much have a seat at the table as as the solution is being architected, right? And they might bring information and data that's relevant and help design the plan. Um, On the other hand, if they're more that entry level admin and they know what buttons to click, but they don't don't really know how to connect those button clicks to business outcomes, then they're going to be more just the execution, right? They will... Just like the the architect draws the blueprints and they go off and build it, right? Yep. And uh, and so I I think there there can be a lot of flexibility there. Um, I know a lot of the admins I talk to. I am amazed at their level of business acumen and and strategic thinking and like they can architect their own solutions if they had the space to pull themselves out of the day to day maintenance. Sure, right, and, right. It's and, also a bandwidth issue, right? right? And yeah. and so like um, I I don't as we move into this world where solutions architects are a thing, I don't ever want our partners just assuming that the the super admin at their client can't have those kinds of conversations, right? But I think the the full solutions architect uh, offering would would be, like you said, a fully packaged, ready to go, here is your plan, Mm -hmm. and then hopefully the admin is at least qualified enough to take that plan and understand it and
0: implement it. Uh, No, it's a helpful frame of reference. You had alluded to uh, earlier in our conversation about the goal to uh, credential admins. Um, And so I can imagine that uh, having that credential, if you were interested in becoming an admin, will clearly be important. For solutions partners who either have, like architects would probably want to be credentialed admins. I could see just the admins of partners wanting to be credentialed. But um, you've offered us and you've kind of visualized HubSpot admin, the function, the role, the ownership is a very much a spectrum. At what point on that spectrum will the credential live? Like, how far along, how how deep and broad does your knowledge have to be, at least in the early stages of planning, to become a credential? Yeah, admin? so
1: that's really interesting, and it's it's funny. HubSpot Academy, we've been around ten years now, yep. and um, academy certifications are synonymous with our our lovely video based training, right? Um, and that is conceptually very hard for our audience to break out of. I, 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 I tell people all the time, like, look, yes, we need admin training, and that's why I'm doing this hug, and I'm, I'm exploring the idea of, of boot camps and live trainings and things. Like, I think, I, think, I think there is a big need for that, for people who aspire to become an admin or have backed into this role and now need help succeeding. But kind of the first thing I want to solve is for these hundreds, maybe thousands, mm-hmm. maybe tens of thousands of admins who actually are very good at their job and very highly qualified, I want to give them a way to validate their skills, to prove that they, and so that is just a robust assessment of some kind. Mm And I, I ask people, I say, like, what should this robust uh, assessment cover? Or, uh, and, and they say, like, oh, I would love training on custom objects. Yeah. Like, what
0: would no, co- actually. Education in a credential are two separate yeah, things. Yeah, like, if
1: we can, if we can imagine, we've ne- we don't do it much at HubSpot Academy. Yeah, right. We do it a little bit in Partnerland, but never yeah. on the user side, right? If, if you could just imagine that we don't provide training on a thing, like, what are those core skills that an admin should be able to do? Um, it's actually it's very hard for people to, to think in that way because we've just HubSpot Academy is not that's never been our default motion. Um, but I really want to figure out what those core responsibilities are and provide an assessment that people that that is a benchmark that says if you can pass this assessment, then you are that that whatever at, that Academy, level whatever that level right. is that we want to verify. Right, yeah. you can now be trusted to execute a a, a plan. Um, you you can use HubSpot responsibly. Um, you know. I, Then once we know what that benchmark is, then we can create training to help people get there, right? Mm -hmm. But admin is so broad, when you think of like all of HubSpot, right? All five hubs and all of the other platform stuff and the integrations, like it's it's a lot, right? Like I gave this, I gave this uh, session at inbound and then I ran it as a webinar a few weeks later and I had to change it because there are new features. And now it's been a few weeks more, and there's more stuff I would add. Right? Like the, the maintenance on a video library of admin training would be insurmountable, right? I really think the solution for education is going to be live and, and cohort-based and peer-to-peer and, and the hug and these sorts of things, and that all remains to be seen because then that assessment, we can just focus on keeping it accurate and up-to-date, and live chaining can just evolve as HubSpot evolves and, right. and make sure... It
0: doesn't have to be videos within HubSpot Academy. There's many ways to just maintain yeah. or stay up-to-date on all the changing things. We're just going to own the... Uh, the assessment component. Right, right? and sure. if
1: you think of standardized tests out in the world, whether it's like an SAT or an LSAT or like the PMP, yeah. right, like organizations own those. PMI owns the PMP, and you can go pay them money to sit for that exam, but if you, if you want to be trained in project management, they, they say, you know, go with one of our partners, right? And I could imagine us having that same world, right? Like I could imagine lots of our different solutions partners having their own special Admin bootcamps? Admin bootcamps or yeah. trainings or, or whatever it is, and they would all do it in their different ways, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the solutions partners who are very good at video training would continue to do video training. The partners who are more into like, community and, and peer-to-peer learning would do that, and maybe some would even like, offer one-to-one style tutoring or, one-to-one. or something, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure, like, sure. Th- there's so many options there. Um, I just want to build the assessment that is like, this is, th- this defines, what, this is how high we expect our admins to be able to jump. Um, but that's still very very much a work in progress. Yes, Uh, early days of
0: planning, scoping. uh, I can imagine there's a lot of dependencies to first figure out before that can become realized. Um, Let me ask you this, because you you, you had mentioned this, the product changes, Uh, small changes, uh, big changes. It happens very frequently. Uh, Other than following you on LinkedIn, (laughs) how else should partners, listeners, like how else can they stay up to date with those types of changes within the product and within the tool? Uh, Honestly, following
1: me on LinkedIn is, I think still I the best way. That. I teed you no, up. No, like, yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, I tell people. I, I started doing this just for my own amusement, right? I, I do the LinkedIn videos mostly for fun, but the, the response I've gotten has shown that HubSpot really needs to figure out how to communicate out. It's it, like I love HubSpot's speed of development. It's incredible, course, and especially it. at our scale that we're maintaining that. I, that's, that's one of my favorite things about HubSpot, and I would never ever suggest that we should start just having like quarterly or biannual releases or something right like like let's just keep doing what we're doing but we got to figure out a way to communicate it out and we're we're trying we now inside your portal there's a product updates area where you can see a lot of the the same info i get but i i think people have trouble um where i add value with my videos is i show you how it actually works instead of just telling you what it is and it's interesting um for a long time i just did sales hub updates because Technically, I'm a sales professor. That your domain. Right? That, okay. that is, I don't know that much about Marketing Hub and Service Hub, you know. Um, but then I realized, like, people just want to know about HubSpot. And so I, uh, you know, I, I, I do updates on all of them. But I can't give even hypothetical use cases because I don't know how to – I recently uh, – recent, HubSpot recently came out with the ability to do Instagram carousel posts. I'm not on Instagram, so I don't know what a carousel <laughs> post is, but I, I read the notes, and then I made a video, and, and it was like, let people know. here, yep. you can now just drag up to 10 pictures here to make your carousel post, and people, they filled in the gaps. They're like, uh, So many people were like, yes, I've been waiting for this one, right? Like, yep. okay, you don't need me to give you a use case. You've got it. Spark the you conversation. You just need to know it existed, right? Yep. And so, um, yeah. So the short answer is to just follow you follow on, LinkedIn me on LinkedIn until LinkedIn. anything else changes. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I it's a hard problem to solve. I... Uh, For the last several months, I've been posting a video to LinkedIn every single business day. Every day I'm in work, Mm -hmm. at work, I post a like 90 second to two minute video about some update, and it's insufficient. Like I have a backlog. I'm working through. Right, one a day is not enough. That's how fast HubSpot moves, and so it's always going to be a hard problem, both for HubSpot to tell people how to keep up and for people themselves to keep up. But we're all doing the best we can. (laughs) Uh, Kyle as we come up on time I'm going to just rapid fire questions at you just some things
0: I'm noodling on I think they're going to be all over the place um, but just to get some quick thoughts down first uh, if I'm
1: hiring a full time admin where in the org chart do they live? ooh um, I, somewhere in operations, if you have an operations org, but a lot of our smaller cu- customers don't. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see them kind of at that strategic le- level in in some of those. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, coming ways. off the heels of, obviously, you helped uh, with the RevOps yeah, certification. Exactly. So, so, yeah, yeah, that's so right. that's, yeah, I'm biased that direction. That, that checks out.
0: Uh, where can folks uh, tune in, learn more, sign up for, attend the admin hub that you've spun up?
1: Yeah, so that's, I mean, uh, on a podcast, it's uh, I'll just rattle it off. <laughs> it's events.hubspot.com slash hubspot hyphen admins. Um, I don't know how well Google works for hugs. If you Google Hubspot admins, that's hugs It's a good CTA for us to up, test out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, events.hubspot.com slash hubspot hyphen admins. We'll, we'll take you there.
0: Um, we can put it, obviously, in the post when we, when we share this yeah. as well. Um, based on your inbound presentation, all the things that an admin must know, what is the most. Uh, impactful thing that somebody should know? Or what seemed to gain the most traction with the audience? Like, what,
1: was there something that stack rank-wise uh, seems to, to drive the most value? I feel like uh, knowing how to troubleshoot in HubSpot is huge for people. So many admins are self-taught, um, and so many admins are also kind of their in-house HubSpot support. People come to them first, and they're the ones who are going to submit a ticket if a ticket's going to be submitted. And there are just so many things to look at property histories, to look at, we recently added the ability to see association history. Seems like nobody actually knows that exists and it's so powerful to be able to like go to a contact record, hit that little actions menu and associations history and see, oh, this was associated to a different deal or to a different company at some point in the past. Um, Just those, those little tools that are, tucked away in menus are so powerful. That's great. Um, should people be starting to think about drafting a job
0: description and a job posting for HubSpot admin? Have you, Do those exist? Have you seen one before?
1: Uh, yeah, a little bit. And it's funny, um, some of them, uh, I, someone sent me a screenshot of one that requires the HubSpot admin certification, which is not a exist, so they're not going to be able to hire anyone yeah, for, yeah, a, right. uh, for a year or so. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good barrier to entry. It's a good yeah. high bar to set. Um, yeah, again, yeah. Like, uh, depending on the size of your team and what you're doing with HubSpot and how many hubs you're using, you may not need a full-time HubSpot admin. You, you, you may not. A lot of companies don't. Um, or at least you may not need that to be their sole responsibility. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're using a lot of hubs, if you have a lot of data, you absolutely will probably be hiring someone, and right now it it'll be a little difficult for you to to a- accurately assess their ability to do the job, which is what I'm trying to solve with yeah. this credential.
0: Uh, I normally wrap every episode. We oftentimes feature solutions partners. You know, what's the strangest part of agency life? Uh, but for you, Kyle, what what's the sh- from from what you've seen? What's the strangest part of the admin role? An admin's day to day has any has any strangeness? Em- I, I emerged? think it's
1: just strange how uh poorly defined the role is and people's backgrounds, how they come to it from different ways. I'm I'm always surprised at how brilliant some of these admins are. And then I'm also always surprised when some piece of HubSpot that I thought was so obvious and everyone knew about, the whole room just goes silent and was like is like, show us that again. Where is that tucked mm. away, right? There are just these gaps in knowledge because there's no no source of truth for for how to become an admin. Everybody's self taught and so yeah, that's been very strange. That's great. Uh well we're officially out of time, Kyle. Uh Always appreciate uh, chatting
0: with you. It's fun to jam. Yeah. Uh, And thanks for walking us through uh, HubSpot Admin today, tomorrow, the opportunity uh, potentially in front of Solutions Partners. So uh, very much appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. And those uh, that have been tuning in, this has been another episode of Agency Unfugged.